Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohn of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is various trivia. Now, Patty, just before the show, you were talking about uh, the last 10 recessions and how they were predicted. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us. Okay. Speak right into so, the microphone there. There we go. The last 10 recessions were predicted by a yield curve inversion. So looking at the 10-year and the three-year treasuries. Okay. Right? So in late March, there was an inversion between those two, usually an indicator of a recession within one to two years. However, okay. the inversion has already ended as low inflation lowered short-term yields. Okay. But hmm. then I've got this chart, which I won't get into, but for the next for the next 18 months, it shows the percentage of uh, the percentage of a chance of a recession each month by month. But basically, you know, 11% in May. Yeah, 11% um, and by, chance. 11% okay. chance of a recession is like, ain't going to happen, 90%, you know. Mm-hmm. But by March 2020... Um, a thirty-three percent chance of recession. Wow! So, you know, it's still. There's well, a, I, I remember, and I, we talked about this a few weeks ago. That in the in nineteen eighty, because I remember I was in college, and you know, we double-digit inflation, really high interest rates, and there was an inver- inverted yield curve because you could get you know close to sixteen percent on your money in a money market fund at the bank, and then. Uh, you could, or you could invest in a long-term rate of like nine to ten to eleven percent, and it's like, why would anyone invest long-term at nine or ten percent when you can get short-term rates at sixteen percent? Well, mm-hmm. the reason is because in the inverted yield curve, i.e., yes. long-term rates were less because the recession potentially was going to happen, which mm-hmm. it did. Yeah. Interest rates came way down, and then the people who had that long-term rate yeah. were. were in, in the end, uh, better off. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Can I, I, I say, banking, yeah, banking at the time in New you, York. Yeah. And we'll go back to that chart, too, because yeah. I have some questions on that. But there was an article in, I think it was Market Watch, where it says, uh, this is from Guggenheim, 
Um, Associates Asset Management Firm Guggenheim has some good news and some really bad news for Wall Street. The coming recession will be milder than past recessions. That's the good news. The bad news is the stock market is still likely to suffer a savage beatdown. Ooh, a savage, savage beatdown. Wow, that's horrible. Not just a beatdown, but a savage beatdown. <laughs> yeah, as an economic downturn sets in as early as 2020. So here's the interesting part. They said the lack of pent-up problems in the housing market and a well-capitalized banking system mean the economy is more resilient. Yes. So yes. housing won't be a driver, you know, if you can extrapolate from this, housing won't be a driver or uh, a major contributor to the okay. recession. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be welcome news for risk assets in the wake of March's inversion of the yield curve, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Mm-hmm. An apparent harbinger of coming recessions closely watched by Wall Street types. However... Despite a relatively soft landing for the economy, equity benchmarks are likely to see a severe slump. So it sounds like real estate should be relatively, I don't want to say unscathed, but uh, a better position than, than equity markets. Yeah, and what certainly thinking. relative to the last recession where real estate was such a big... Okay. The leader. Big, yeah. yeah, the yeah. leader. So that actually, yeah. you know, for Pacific private money, that's... I mean, that's even better news. I mean, not that you want bad things for the economy, but yeah. it's for people who are saying, gee, should I put money in the stock market or should I do other things? Right. Or that it's like, oh, holy smokes, you guys can provide a, a really good return for them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one report makes not a, you know, of course, accurate. But, you know, they do say, yeah, the, the S&P could drop as much as 40 percent to 50 percent. So wow. that's what they're saying in this uh, asset management firm Guggenheim. So I mean, anyway, that's just, what happened in seventy three, seventy four. Mm-hmm. Market dropped. I mean, that was really severe. Yeah. So that was, that was that was even more than the two thousand seven eight decline, mm-hmm. right? Because that went from fourteen thousand down to about nine, if I'm not mistaken, right? For uh, what year? For the stock market uh, yeah. for two thousand eight. You know, mm. seven yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, just in terms of records, like last week on the second, the rates dropped twenty-two basis points, which was the That's largest one week in over a de- decade. One mm-hmm. week drop. Huh. So yeah, rates right now for mortgages, conventional thirty years, it's it's, some, it's still in the low fours, right? Yeah, like three seven five it too. Mm-hmm. Some of That's, it. Yeah. Uh, pretty insane, and especially entering um, you know seasonality, yeah. real estate. I mean. Now you should start seeing listing volume pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what listing prices are relative to like this time last year or earlier in Q1. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any uh, comments on that. Maybe yeah. we can chat about that in a little bit. All right, yeah. we're, guys, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to our uh, first commercial uh, break here. First trivia question. Trivia question uh, number one is which fish does a chef? need a special license for to be able to prepare in Japan. All right? Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. And again, the question is, which fish does a chef need a special license for to be able to prepare in Japan? All right. I used to know that. Do you remember that one? Do you still do you remember? You forgot, though, huh? No. Well, we're going to have to just fly you to Japan. You're going to have to ask a chef. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. Uh, first trivia question was... Which fish does a chef need a special license for to be able to prepare in Japan? 
I don't. I know remember. you know this. Blowfish. Blowfish. Oh, that blowfish, is yeah. correct. Well, yeah. Otherwise, uh, people could uh, die from poisoning. Hey, you want to make a big quick mention here? You know, Easter is coming, and with it, brunch. Easter brunch with your loved ones on an endless buffet. What could be better? How about brunch with a breeze in your hair and some incredible Ooh, views? Yes. Where do we get that? The Hornblower Yachts, of course. Elevate your Easter celebration with a day on the bay. Join Hornblower for one of the more incredible with live entertainment, a few sweet treats. Well, I'm there. And mm-hmm. a visit from the Easter Bunny for That's the kids. That's a good idea. That's great, yeah. isn't it? I mean, That's how great. often do you do that, right? Yeah. So visit hornblower.com to reserve your seats today. And I remember it's not that expensive, is it? I mean, no, I don't remember. No, 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 especially for Easter. Yeah. It's, it's really good, actually. Okay, I'm writing that down. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> write that down. Okay. So, uh, Patty, uh, continue on. You had well, the, yeah. that article. I mean, we were talking about, you know, always talking about where's it going yeah, right. and everything that Nam said totally makes sense and then complimenting with this and speaking just for real estate Leslie Appleton Young who is the um, national chief economist chief for economist. Uh, CAR CAR right? exactly um, here's what she has the long and short of it in the short run expect sales to increase modestly okay. inventory to increase slightly interest rates to remain low or go even lower okay. wow. home appreciation to level out that all makes sense, especially yeah. if there is a recession. You'll have a little bit lower interest rates and yeah. the rest of it falls in place. Yeah. And, and she said, resulting in shorter marketing time, an increase in multiple offers, well-priced homes that may sell above list price, and a seller's market, but not as strong as 2008. So she's more optimistic than I am, and I always hmm. thought of myself as dysfunctionally optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So, that's real estate for you. Yeah, that's you right. you got to be optimistic, You cannot right? last. You yeah. can't do this thing. 30 years if you're not dysfunctionally optimistic. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Show someone how go, you don't want to buy this home, do you? No, you can't. That's fine. Well, every day is the best year of my life. And every day, yeah. like, nothing bad's going to happen and I'm going to yeah. win everything. I like know. that out. But that doesn't happen. So, yeah. so um, is this California she's referring to? Yeah, she's talking about California. Okay. Yeah. So, I think so. That's a good question. I think so. Well, so CAR, I was mentioning it yeah. earlier, stands for California Association of Realtors. Mm-hmm. And she's been the chief economist for... For a long time. A there. long time. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be 20 years. Yeah. So, um, and I, I, you know, I tend to agree. Who am I to say? But, uh, you know, in, in the Bay Area, I'm still, you know, Uber today announced that they're going public. So oh, now the clock starts for them. Wow. Which is kind of interesting because I, you would have thought they would have gone before Lyft. Yeah. But I, I wonder if Lyft was just trying to take advantage of being at least a first mover mm-hmm. in terms of IPO because yeah. they're behind there. I think they're like one-fourth or one-fifth yeah. the valuation exactly. of, of Uber. but um, And then, you know, Lyft has, has dropped uh, below their pre-IPO or their IPO um, oh. opening day price or okay. their pre-IPO oh, price. But people are saying, you know, they're maybe they're like Facebook because Facebook dropped Fa- for a while right. and then they that. took off over time. But mm. so Uber's um, next, and that should be the biggest one of the year. Um, what else? Airbnb is supposed to go public. Wow. Oh, yeah, that'll be Pinterest big. is supposed to go public. So oh. I think in the Bay Area, at least from on the west, you know, Santa Clara, Palo Alto, San Francisco, and probably Southern Marin, the effect of all of these public company, companies going public yeah. will create, create that the, demand that's going to drive When's uh, Pacific prices. Private Money going to go public? <laughs> no. You know, we're in our quiet period right now, Edward. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. For the next 10 years. No. <laughs> but seriously, Compass, wait for that one. Yeah. Yeah. They are going to go guess. Compass. They are so well-funded. They are close to being the largest brokerage in the country right now. 
Hmm. Who, who is Berkshire Hathaway? No. Berkshire Hathaway oh, is in Coldwell are still or not Coldwell, but uh, Realogy Brands yeah. are still yeah. largest by um, agent count. Mm. But Compass is, is you know is growing fast. They're the fastest. That's what you do. You just start accumulating. Yep. Uh, buy them you know, up. Buy them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. How is everything at Compass these days? What's it's a, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, fair enough. Right? It's yeah. different. You know, in Pacific Union, it was owned by a person we all knew. Yeah. We mm-hmm. could move. We didn't move like a steamship. We just moved quick, and we were innovative, and we took market share. We yeah. were luxury broker, mm-hmm. and we were boutique. Yeah. This is not that. Huh. This is a lot of millennials. This, but, but they move fast. Yeah. But it's a steamship. So sometimes yeah. when you're moving a steamship, you've got a lot of plates flowing behind you right. and people right. falling over. <laughs> but you know, that's it, an interesting way of putting it. You know, it, it feels yeah. boutiquey to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely feels uh, what compass modern? or piece compass. Yeah, Pike Union definitely, but um, compass feels kind of boutiquey in a way, at least from from a consumer standpoint yeah. even though i'm in real estate they they feel sort of boutique well uh, maybe because they're the offices look the signs are outside the offices that were pacific union yeah. and those offices were chosen to be boutiques right oh, interesting with, you know five agents in them or 10 maybe right. so that's why they look that but they're not that hmm. they're huge yeah wow. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on, uh, if we if we can. Uh, yes. what, what's going on with uh, Pacific Private Money? Well, what's you later? know, just like um, the real estate cycle for sales, residential sales. You know, the the flip side is the lending side. And, you, and, you, and before we forget, you have an event coming up. Oh yeah. So uh, backing up a little bit. So Pacific Private Money. You know, we have two clients, investors and borrowers. On the invest side, we hold or back to holding frequent events. And the next one coming up is April 24th. So that's not too far away. And you actually, if you're interested in going, you better sign up soon because we're almost at capacity. Yeah. Um, and it's April 24th, which is, which is a Wednesday. It's in San Rafael at the McGinnis Golf Course at the in the banquet room. And it's been a while. It's probably been about six months since we've done an event. Yeah. So people want to know what's going on. Although we, you know, provide a newsletter and and updates to our uh, investors by email, people want to see us again. And sure. well, you and Mark, um, <laughs> and, and I'll be there. Hear, hear what's going on. And, I'm there just um, for the food. Yeah. <laughs> what time? Because I'm going to bring six my o'clock. friend. Six to six eight. O'clock. Yeah. Six please eight. come, yeah. Patty. Okay. So we'll add yeah, you. We'll okay. sign you up. Um, but it's great. No, we're getting. It's interesting. We're getting more wealth advisors who are yeah. contacting us, and we have a gentleman who's who uh, is on our notification from um, South Carolina. Who really? Was, yeah, he lived in Marin before. Oh, okay. So, uh, and he uh, forwarded our invitation to a bunch of his clients and said, y- "You've got to come check out Specific Private Money." Really? Wow. Yeah. That's you know, it's really nice having impressive. a track record and having yeah. you know we're coming up on six years yeah. of the fund's existence and performance, and, and you know, our track record speaks for itself. Um, obviously, you know, we work very hard to to continue to pay the consistent returns and choose the right loans for the fund. Uh, but this is a great opportunity to meet Mark and you, Edward, yeah. um, and other investors. Uh, ask questions about, you know, what is uh, the Pacific Private Money Fund about? All right. Okay, we'll get back to that. Let's uh, cut to our next commercial break trivia question. Here it is. What does a spermologer <laughs> collect? <laughs> and this is a clean, this G-rated show. <laughs> this has got to be a trick question, and not the obvious. I, I, well, it's not, not what you think, uh, but that's the trivia question. What does a spermologer collect? 888-912-1190. See if you Wait. can answer that question, all right? 
We'll, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here. Nam Fon over there. <laughs> Patty Cohen over there. The audience can't see, but that's okay. All right. Uh, second trivia question was, what does a spermologer collect? Spermologer or spermologist? Well, this actually says spermologer. Spermol? Okay. It collects? No. no. <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> Trivia! Oh, really? I must be one. I am a spermologer. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my resume. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so, so we, we want to make a couple of mentions here. Uh, first one is for Dr. Keith Cooper, DDS. He's a board-certified specialist who's been placing and restoring dental implants in San Jose for more than 25 years. His patients love, it's called Teeth in a Day or Teeth Express. So for dental implants in San Jose, see Keith Cooper DDS at CooperDDS.com. Wow. All right. Uh, Nam, so... You know, we just mentioned that uh, before we went to the break, Pacific Private Money is going to be having an event. You're almost at capacity. Mm -hmm. If people wanted to come, how do they get a hold of you to sign up and then yeah. tell exactly, you know, what is Pacific Private Money? Why, sure. why would they want to come? Sure. So uh, to RSVP, just call our office, 415-883-2150, and we'll uh, register you. Or you can go on our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And on our um, blog page, you can sign up for the event. There's a, a link to register. Um, so what does Pacific Private Money do? So this event is, is geared towards people who are interested in investing. And as I mentioned on the last segment, we work with um, two clients, borrowers, people who need the funds for typically a real estate purchase or refinance. Well, for a real estate purchase or refinance. Um, and uh, investors, those people who provide us the capital that we lend out. Um, so on the investment side, you know, well, let me back up. When borrowers come to us, they're typically paying, you know, private money rates are usually in the nines, 10%. Okay. Uh, on the invest side, um, the investors earn typically around 7.5% if they're invested in the fund. A little higher if they're invested in trust deeds. Okay. So, and the main question would be, you know, why would someone pay 9 or 10%? Why yeah. do they come to you? Why, yeah. are you? why are you in business? I'll then? tell you lately, yeah. you know, for, for years on the show, we say, um, you know, we do loans that banks don't do or when somebody can't get conventional financing. And if you look back at the last several, well, in the last year, I'd say, uh, and the other reason was speed. If you look back in the last year, I'd say it's more for speed. Uh, than anything lately. Uh, yeah, and well, really, speed first, and then they can't get bank financing second. Um, just people these days, so many opportunistic, so many opportunities come up where bank financing just takes 45, 60 days. Yeah. Well, I, I heard from uh, one of the guys in the office that there's this one deal out there where, you know, the guy's got, you know, 805 FICO score, mm -hmm. tax returns look great, everything is perfect, perfect, perfect. The problem is, he went from being a salaried employee to 1099 to, to go off on his own. So mm -hmm. he's still doing pretty much the same job, has you know a number of clients, but the bank won't give him a loan for t basically two years. Mm. Yeah. They, they want to see, because uh, even though he's in the same field, he's not being paid the same. Right. And he'll make more money being self-employed, but 
it's different. Yeah. Right. And in a situation like that, what we look at is what's their history? What's their track record where a bank will say, we need to look at now. And at the moment now, you're not making that kind of income yeah. yet. So a lot of times we're sort of, we're looking at their their likelihood to perform the way they've done in the past. Yeah, if the guy yeah. was a brain surgeon and then suddenly he says, I'm going to be a, a cowboy. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. <laughs> no experience necessary. I'll tell you, I'd bet on him becoming a cowboy. Yeah. Being able to pull it off, right? Than the other say, way around. I would, I, yeah, I would rather him uh, rope my cattle than uh, going inside me to, to start messing with my organs there. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but, uh, so people come to us for speed. So when you say speed, so maybe somebody is go- competing in multiple offers and they have to close it right away and somebody else can do it in 10, like another buyer can do it in 10 days and they've got to wait 45 days with B of A. Or somebody. Yeah. 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 Or they want to make a on-sale contingency. Yep. Uh, we can provide, and they have a, well, a sale contingency would mean that they have a home to sell, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the other reason. Um, they have a home to sell and they want to make a purchase first. Got well, it. The bank's going to say, in most cases, I'm sorry, you don't qualify for two mortgages. Mm-hmm. So that is an example where they can't get a bank loan. Yeah. Um, but the dual purpose of that is so they can buy before they sell, but also when they're making the offer to be able to say, hey, I have a non-sale contingent offer. Yeah. That makes me more competitive with all cash. Yeah. And I think you're going to see more all cash um, happening you know, in different pockets of the Bay Area with all of these companies yeah. going public. People will become instant millionaire. So. Gotcha. And then maybe the, another example of speed is when that mortgage broker said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And they're already in contract yes. and they have to close next week and the deal blows up and they don't have a loan and, they and they've got a $100,000 deposit in the in escrow that they're going to lose. That's a great uh, other example. We can talk about that, that uh, as well. Well, and before we go to break, I'll answer this question if you would, because an email comes in and it says, are you flexible with your loan quotes or are they set in stone? We're flexible. Okay. So bottom line is, you know, when we're quoting a loan, oftentimes we're giving a range because, you know, people come to us because of speed or the 11th hour. Yeah. We're, we're often the 11th hour call mm. because they something blew up with their yeah. conventional loan. So we're starting out with limited information. Like we tell a mortgage broker, we'll be able to tell you in 10 minutes if it's a deal we can do. We have to, you know, we'll tighten up on the actual rate and terms once we get a better idea of the actual. But once you have all the information and you give a firm quote. Oh, we stick. That'll stick. Yeah, we don't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and and for buyers out there, they can basically write an offer non-contingent upon getting a loan once you guys say, We'll do it. We'll green light it. And that's pretty unusual because everybody knows if they're buying a house, like there's always loan approval until the last minute you got to stick it in there. And and banks are notorious for uh, uh, being late. Yes. Let's put it that way. All right. uh, Let's see here. The third trivia question is, what is the body of water that surrounds a castle called? Oh, I know. You know that one. Mm -hmm. I I had to give you at least one easy one here, right? (laughs) Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. Also want to make a mention here for Dr. Love. Dr. Love. L-O-E-V. So a nice smile consistently tops surveys as the most memorable feature when first meeting someone. And you only have seven seconds to make that impression. If you think about it, that's true. Check out uh, San Francisco cosmetic dentist Dr. Love. uh, www.drloev.com. He'll give you a... uh, In fact, the first 10 people who uh, contact his office get a complimentary dental bleach 
uh, bleaching just for coming in. Dr. Love, D-R-L-O-E-V.com. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark. Mark. See, Mark's not here, but I have a piece of paper here. <laughs> and I'm fond of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Third trivia question is, what is the body of water that surrounds a castle called? Moat. Moat. That's so moo. Why do they have moats? So that uh, attackers can't. Attack them, right? And also, I think, um, for tunnels, to prevent people from building tunnels ah, into the good. castle. That's what I read somewhere, too. I guess if you go below the moat, then you could still, it would still work. Yeah, but I think they make it, well, they, yeah. you have Gotta to dig it pretty deep. deep. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, good one. Wow, that's, that's too hard. Oh, that's that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, hard work. I'm not going to dig that deep. That's a good idea. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I, when I went good. to <laughs> Spain... Um, we saw like this old castle type thing. I can't remember the, where it was. It was like a short name, like Galt or something like that. And it was neat because they had like a, a moat, land, and then another moat. I mean, huh. there's no water in it at this point. but yeah. or, or they kept it. Or actually, they didn't fill it with water. They kept it as a valley. You know, if it's a if it's water, then you just take a boat and go across it. Mm-hmm. But if it's a valley, you got to go down and then uh-huh. up again and down and up. So you know, you're you're kind of uh, easy pickings there. Yeah, yeah. They should bring back moats. They should bring back moats. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new water feature. For oh my gosh! <laughs> I can hear the disclosures now. I have yeah, to deal yeah. with moats disclosures. <laughs> I know. I've been, I, I as far as I know, moat. no one's ever drowned in my moat. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I always wanted a moat. Okay, uh, Patty uh, email comes in says when does it make sense to put in a backup offer? Well, it's a really, really good question. And the answer is, it depends how hot the property is. Because generally, I, if it, if, okay, so if there are 19 offers and you are asked to do a backup, do a backup. Because, you know, that deal is probably not going to fall apart. But if it does, you want to be there. Okay. Um, so a backup offer really helps the seller yeah. because it mm-hmm. just makes the first one more solid. Yeah. The old, yeah. I wouldn't want to belong to a club that would have me as a yeah. member, you know. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times the strategy for buyers is, you know, once we get into escrow, let's get the money off. We got the highest bid, but let's try to get 50 off or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with a backup offer, no, no, no. Can't right. do it. We got somebody ready to go. But, I mean, once you get close to money, everybody kind of. But sometimes doesn't that kind of push the first buyer to to perform know, to, to mm-hmm. perform yes which, it does which sometimes then if you're the backup offer it's like no no, no i don't want to do a backup offer right. for that reason that's well, why it depends how, how like how hot it is because yeah, if there are 19 offers just be honored that you're in backup position because that deal is probably going to sell anyway but in the event it falls oh. apart you want to be there and, okay. but if it's a kind of a normal market yeah. and they got two offers and if the first one falls apart, the seller's going to be pretty vulnerable. So don't go into backup necessarily on that one. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Also, you know, and I've um, talked to a number of realtors who have actually had their backup offers. Accepted. Accepted, yeah. yeah. And so, oh, okay. you know, it's it's um, higher probability than you would think. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, the, the number of deals that actually fall through because of whatever reason yeah. is high enough that a backup offer could make a lot of sense. So. Well, and also... People get remorse sometimes because mm-hmm. when I counsel 
buyers about making an offer in a multiple offer situation, I go, put it at a number where you won't be upset if you get it and you won't be upset if you don't get it. That's smart. That's good. That's good, very good advice. Do What about um, writing letters if you're the buyer? Oh, yeah. Do all of that. Bake them cookies, that? all that. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That only started, what, about 15, 20 years ago? Yeah. Well, seller's market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that, yeah, that, that, would, that would happen. Now. Okay. Yeah. Who wants to hear a joke? Yes. You ready? Yeah, we all okay. All right. So there's this uh, guy, he, and he's golfing with his wife. And for some reason, there's a barn in, in the fairway, right? So he hits this <laughs> ball, and he kind of lands right in front of the barn. And the wife says, hey, I got this great idea. Why don't you open up the uh, – we'll open up the front door, and the back door, you can see the uh, the hole, and just hit right through. He goes, that's a great idea. So he hits the ball, it goes through the barn, but before it gets to the back door, it hits the top of the of the door, ricochets, and kills the wife. Okay? <laughs> no, that's so, not funny. That's not funny. Okay, so it's still <laughs> laugh, right? I'm laughing. <laughs> so a year goes by, he remarries, plays golf again, same hole, same thing, where he, he hits it right in front of the door, right in front of the barn door. And the wife says, hey, I got this great idea. We'll open up the front door or the back door. Why don't you hit it through? And then you can see. And he goes, no, no, I'm not doing that again. He goes, last time I shot a six. <laughs> you know, people turn the channel. I know. Time. I was going to say, that, that's more of a joke that You're the, in uh, the wives don't like. I know, exactly. Husbands like it, but <laughs> exactly. wives don't like that much. Okay. And then I, I got one more here because it's kind of funny. But keep talking, because I'll have to find it. <laughs> yeah, you always uh, come up with some good jokes. Some of them were kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> Noam, uh, how big is the fund right now? The fund is currently just north of $46 million. Wow. Holy so, smoke. yeah. So, we're updating the um, PPM right now to increase the fund, because currently it's at $50 million is the uh, original uh, cap that we placed. But uh, I think we're going to increase it. And if I remember correctly, the CPA told you that it does qualify for the Q-bid, as long as people keep their income below the Q-bid threshold. Q-bid meaning qualified business, business income, income deduction. deduction. Yeah, so Which 20% of your distribution income is... Can be non-taxable, but you got to talk to your account or your your CPA because if you have other Qubit eligible investments, I I think yeah, you have to kind of like put it all together. If your if your income's too high, if you make over three fifteen a year, so if you're just kind of a a a normal person, yeah, yeah, that's great to know. Okay, one more joke? I yeah. All right. So um, I told my wife that I wanted our kids every other weekend, and she reminded me that we were still married and live together, so I have to see them every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, I love my kids, and my kids love me. Do they, do they listen to the, the show? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Actually, my daughter's graduating in May from Tulane. Wow. That's great. And then moving on to George Washington oh, she's in getting D.C. Further. She's going, yeah. I know, she keeps going the wrong way. She's going yeah. east more. But, okay. but she wants to come back to Marin, which she, is good. When yeah. she gets out of school? Yeah. Yeah. That's and maybe great. do an internship here or something. She likes the weather here, which is good. So is she uh, in studying finance? Is that what she, or uh, economics? It'll be, it'll be global economy, wow. basically, yeah. And then she'll do, she wants to do like micro loans for uh, underprivileged women <gasps> country. So great. Oh, that's kind great. of along the lines of what yeah. you were There's so many opportunities. Um, yeah, there really are. Uh, so much. That would be so cool if she yeah. pulled that off. No, she wow. definitely wants to uh, do good in the world. Wow. I said, I told her, I said, just don't fall in love back there. 
Yeah. <laughs> That'll be too hard to keep oh, going on man. an airplane all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless definitely. you're going to bring hubby back back here. Yeah. So that's that's what we told her. Well, cool. yeah, in D.C., but definitely don't fall in all of them in Africa, making the no, micro no, loves. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long trip. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if she's actually going to visit there, per se, or just... You know, do the paperwork from here. I, I yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. once she goes, no decision needs school. to be made right now. No, yeah. <laughs> thank goodness for that. The only decision is where's the money going to come from to pay for school. <laughs> I know exactly, and that's yeah. been decided. <laughs> so you know, we already robbed three banks to get her into college. Now we have to just rob a fourth one. Just kidding. Don't call nine one one. I'm just teasing. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got just another twenty seconds before we have to cut to our last break. Oh, I didn't say my information. You did. Yeah. How do we collect yeah. Patty? Well, I'm Patty Cohen at Compass Real Estate, and I am at 415-722-4842. That's Cone, C-O-H-N, and bestmarinagent.com. That's always a good one. I like Woo-hoo. that. All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing, and we're going to have some closing comments when we come back. we got some funny thoughts for the day. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Uh, Nam, there's uh, another outlet you guys have called PML. What does it stand for and what does yeah. it Yeah, So PML is our acronym for privatemoneyloans.com, which is our marketplace for selling trustee investors. So, you know, we have two types of investors. Investments. Investments. You don't sell investors. Investments. It's, it's illegal to sell people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, Human trafficking again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Edward taking us down a dark path. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, private money loans is where investors can buy or invest in... Tr- uh, Notes, trustees. And uh, you're talking about backup offers um, earlier. So we place um, loans that sometimes our fund is at capacity. Actually, uh, most of the time our fund is at capacity. So we have to be able to get loans funded through individual high net worth investors, of which we have you know, several hundred, mostly in the Bay Area, certainly in California. But uh, it's competitive. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a great way to diversify. So if you're... You know, looking, uh, you're you don't want to invest in the fund. Well, trustees is the way to go. Or you're invested in the fund and you want to diversify. You can also invest in individual deeds of trust. So the fund is made up of a pool of mortgages, uh, notes, and uh, individual trustee investing is where your one or maybe two or three uh, individuals who are you know the the bank essentially on a specific loan specific property. So with uh, private money loans, it's our marketplace where you can, it's kind of like the MLS of note sales and you can see different um, funding opportunities. And going back to um, your comment earlier, the question earlier, Patty, about backup offers, same sort of principle uh, applies here. So a lot of times there's some really great opportunities that get um, snatched up, snatched up really fast, but um, it doesn't hurt to be in backup. Mm. Too. It lets us know that for some reason, if that person, that previous investor backs out, um, maybe their funds didn't come through, so they can't close, then it's a great opportunity to, to be in backup position. We'll call you next. If mm. the first investor backs out or investor groups back out, um, we'll come. Well, how you. can they back out? Because aren't they, you counting on them? Well, up to a point, yeah. they can back out. Oh. And once they're, you know, fully, you know, they've 
signed all the lender docs and, and they need to wire the funds in, then um, that, that's at that point they're pretty much committed, although we've had very few rare instances where they the funding didn't happen, so mm. we had to go alternate. But we give people a period of time to do their due diligence, investors, a uh, period of time to do their due diligence, sort of like the inspection period yeah. on a purchase. Um, and sometimes at that point, they may say, you know what, eh, you know, I'm not comfortable with this, mm-hmm. uh, where other investors may say, you know, what? I'm totally comfortable with this. Just the valuation of the property is, you know, I live in the same town and I know it's worth that. Yeah. So. PMLPrivateMoneyLoans.com. Okay, here's uh, some thoughts of the day. Check it out. So, no dictionary has ever been able to define the difference between the word complete and the word finished. All right. However, in a linguistic conference attended by some of the best linguists in the world, a man from Guyana, or Guyana, however you pronounce it, was the clever winner. His final challenge was this: Some say there is no difference between complete and finished. Please explain the difference in a way that is easy to understand. His response was, when you marry the right woman, you are complete. If you marry the wrong woman, you're finished. (laughs) That's really good. And when the right woman catches you with the wrong woman, you're completely finished. (laughs) I thought that was true. really good. (laughs) College is the, and here's the other one, college is the opposite of kidnapping. They demand $100,000 from you or they'll send your kid back. (laughs) That's about true, isn't it? Yes. All right. Again, I love my kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> or in the case of the college. And your wife. Yes, that's know, right. There you go. There was or some disparaging wife finished. stuff today. That's true. Can't, can't, can't do that. Okay. You're going to be kicked out tonight. I know. <laughs> be very, very quiet. <laughs> okay, Patty, one more time. How do people get a hold of you? Oh, I'm Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. I'm at 415-722-4842. 30 years selling residential real estate. Yeah, that's why and you're the performing best. performing in the top for so many of those years, yes. right? And yeah. mom, how do people get a hold of you if they're interested? And coming to the free seminar where you're actually going to feed them. Yes. Hopefully we'll have good food. That's why I'm showing up. Feed uh, you and talk to you. So uh, 415-883-2150. Call in and uh, reserve a spot or go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Very good. Register. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.